You are listening to the Explore the Bible Students Leader Training Podcast, where we take a closer look at each session and prepare you, the leader, to teach the Bible and point students to Christ. Hey, Drew Dixon from Explore the Bible Students here, back with you for another Leader Training Podcast. We're in our spring study of the books in First and Second Thessalonians, and uh, this is session one. And so our central truth is this. Our lives should shout the gospel, and we're looking at the beginning of 1 Thessalonians, 1 Thessalonians 1, uh, verse 1 through 10. And so this is about the example. That's what this is about, the example that we, we leave. Paul's going to talk about the example he set for the Thess- Thessalonians and the example they're setting for churches around them uh, about how the word is going out about this church's faith, uh, but not just their faith, but the way they're living out their faith. They had an embodied faith. In other words, they had a faith that made a difference in the world and that was visible. Uh, we don't think of faith as a visible thing because, it, I mean, it's not, right? It's not something you, you can see. But what you can see is the impact of people who truly believe. Because when we claim to truly believe in the God of the universe who created all things, um, who who is Lord over everything, if we claim to have a personal relationship with him, isn't that going to impact our lives? Isn't that going to um, change the way that we think and that we live and that we have relationships and the way that we interact with other people, um, the way that we do life? It will, right? It will. And and by the way, at the heart of Christianity is belief in a God who values embodiment. We believe that our God took on human flesh and dwelt among us and that he demonstrated to us what true humanity looks like. This is what we were intended to be. Jesus is the example of like humanity as it was intended. Um, and, and part of what Jesus does in the gospel is restores our humanity. He restores us back to God's design for how God intended us to be and live before we were broken by sin, before sin wrecked us and wrecked the world. And so, um, so Paul begins this, this letter to this church uh, by saying, um, basically, we recall in the presence of our God and Father your work produced by faith, your labor motivated by love, your endurance inspired by hope in our Lord Jesus Christ. For we know, brothers and sisters, loved by God that he has chosen you because our gospel did not come to you in word only, but in power and in the Holy Spirit and full assurance. And so this is kind of a unique church. The church at Thessalonica is a church that Paul loved um, a lot well, he loved all the churches. Let me be clear about that. He loved all the churches he served, but um, that he he looked up to in a way and commended them. And he's going to get on to them about some things and the ways they've, they've gone astray. Uh, but th- this is different than Galatians, for instance, or First and Second Corinthians, where Paul has some pretty like strong words of correction to bring those churches. Whereas this church, he opens up by saying. I'm so thankful for you. I'm so thankful for the, for the ways you're embodying your faith. I'm so thankful for the example you're giving. And he says people are hearing about it, and it's making a difference. Um, so this is an encouraging book for us to look at in the sense that it reminds us of the importance of the kind of example that we set and the kind of um, relationships that God wants us to have. Um, the opening of this of this study, one of the things that we do in the Let's Talk questions, it says, who is someone who has had a significant influence in your life? In what ways? And who are the people who look up to you? Because uh, this is true um, in every church and, well, in really every person's life, but there are people that uh, you're going to look up to, and then there's people who are going to look up to you. And even your students might think, oh, well, nobody looks up to me. I'm, 
you know, I'm a seventh grader who would look up to me, but they may have siblings who look up to them, classmates who look up to them. Um, we all have, you know, younger, just younger kids in the church. Um, you know, the, the sixth graders are going to look up to the eighth graders. The ninth graders are going to look up to the juniors and seniors and so forth. And so uh, whether you realize it or not, and whether you like it or not, you have people who are observing you. And um, listen, that's part of God's plan. God wants it to be that way because he wants us to have examples that we can look to. Not, I mean, Jesus is our ultimate example, but God loves us so much that he gives us, gives us other tangible examples in the church, uh, in our families, wherever that is, for us to look up to and, and see what faith lived out looks like, embodied faith looks like. And so, um, yeah, challenge your students to think about um, uh, think about that and, and think about the kind of example they're leaving. Um, it's really important for us to consider. Um, I want to point you to a question in the leader guide. This is uh, um, uh, on, on the Now What page. It says, uh, what are the ways that Christian community helps us to grow or strengthen our faith? How do we contribute to that community? That's really one of the keys to this lesson is to think about the role of community, the role of relationships in our own spiritual health and growth, um, and our responsibility to contribute to that community. Um, so like we need community, we need people speaking into our lives, we need people pouring into us, we need people um, who are examples to us of, how, of what it means to live for Jesus, and then we need to see ourselves as those called by God to have that same kind of influence on other people. Um, when we shirk that responsibility, the church suffers. Uh, when we refuse to look to other people for help and guidance, the church will suffer. We will suffer. Our faith will, will be hindered as a result. So this is part of God's design, part of God's plan for growth, for pursuit of Jesus, for the gospel. This relates to how the gospel goes forward. I mean, this church was being talked about in good ways. It be, might be helpful to think about how is your church being talked about? How is your youth group being talked about? How is your small group being talked about? Uh, what kind of testimony are you leaving behind? And let's ask God to help us um, tap into the power of community to make a bigger difference, to have our faith uh, grow so that it impacts ourselves and the people around us for the glory of God and the good of the world. Thanks so much for your time. We'll see you again next week as we continue our study of First and Second Thessalonians. Thank you for listening to the Explore the Bible Students Leader Training Podcast where we equip you, the leader, to teach the Bible and point students to Christ. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, or Spotify. You can also find the podcast on ministrygrid.com.